We give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. And that repetition in that psalm is really powerful. His love endures forever. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get new ones every week. And don't forget to check out First United Methodist Sweetwater's website and social media. Now, here is Pastor Ryan Strebeck. Well, it's an honor to welcome our guest preacher today and introduce him to you. Uh, we are breaking the monotony of clergy. Uh, let all the heavens rejoice. I know. So this is one of the years that we get a lay person to preach our Consecration Sunday message. So we started alternating a few years back. And uh, I think everyone's it's been very well received. Don't nod your head too hard, but, you know, we get tired of hearing all of us clergy. So it's exciting, uh, an honor to introduce to you Rob Lawrence. Uh, he was born here and raised here. He's a graduate of Sweetwater High School and the University of Texas a couple of times. Uh, he was raised here in FUMC Sweetwater. So uh, thanks to many of you and your prayers, he was baptized here, confirmed here, and has carried on his faith. Uh, he and his family are now involved at uh, FUMC Richardson. Rob lives with his wife, Laura, and two daughters, Margot, who's three, and Adeline, who's four months old. Uh, they, Rob's a civil engineer, and he works in public infrastructure projects, and Laura works as a nurse practitioner. Uh, Rob says during his free time, he enjoys spending time with his family, hunting, and playing golf. And I just think it's, it's a great witness to be able to look and see the ways that the folks that were raised here, those that were raised up by you, are carrying on their faith into adulthood, which we know is not a given statistically. And so we celebrate that faith. And uh, Rob, we look forward to what you have to share with us today. Would you join me in welcoming Rob Lawrence? Good morning. Y'all hear me okay? Okay. Uh, so thanks for the introduction, Ryan. Um, as uh, he mentioned, my name is Rob Lawrence, and as you might have guessed, I'm related to a few people here in Sweetwater. Um, so as he mentioned, I was born and raised here, attended this church, baptism through graduation, and um, I was uh, really blessed to have learned about Jesus while I was in Sunday school and then tackle on the tougher questions in youth group uh, late at night here, and uh, just been really blessed to be molded by a place that's so wonderful like this that's made me to who I am today. So after I graduated high school, I attended college and met my wife, Laura, and uh, we have moved between four different cities and two states, and all through that, we have found a church to call home, um, which has been really a blessing in our lives. So we've attended many Consecration Sundays, just like this one, and uh, one day after uh, one of the Consecration Sundays, we sat down and started talking about our giving. And uh, we were freshly out of school, didn't have a lot to give, but we decided to go ahead and make that commitment and start with something that we could feel comfortable giving with and uh, let us see that, where that would take us. And um, whether we were in church or not, that was kind of the trick, you know, making sure that we had something that was regular. So uh, this kind of came from Fortunately for both of us, we were raised in families and churches that taught us the importance of giving back. And even though we didn't have much to give, and we realized that, you know, waiting for that better job or that different circumstance wasn't going to make it any easier. So by starting with something small, it's actually made it a little easier for us to increase our commitment over the years. And we've just been so blessed to see how our contributions to our churches have 
spilled over to the mission of God time and time again. And in this time, more than ever, we as the body of Christ need to see more love spilling out into our communities. So, as you can see on the screen, uh, the title of the sermon is Hope is Not Canceled. Um, I can't claim this title. Uh, It's actually a slogan that our church came up with uh, early on when the uh, COVID started changing our lives and how we're um, operating today. And we decided in early March we need to give signs to people to remind ourselves that hope is not canceled and uh, God is there with us. And boy, in uh, March, I don't think we could have imagined how much hope we were going to need in the months to come. But uh, as we read in Psalms 136 earlier, we give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. And that repetition in that psalm is really powerful. His love endures forever. It's not sometimes, it's forever. And I I can say that we've been really grateful to see that the uh, family of God has not forgotten that during this time. I was honored to be able to serve on um, our finance committee in our church in Richardson. When I first started, we were winding up this massive capital campaign. Um, So we had asked a lot of our sisters and brothers to give back to us and help us get through this big campaign we were raising. And I tell you what, they were faithful through all of it, gave with open hearts and just really blessed to have people like that to help us uh, fulfill our mission. And then 2020 came and uh, you'd think that uh, that's going to have a financial burden on so many people and it's been such a difficult time for so many. But we've seen that our congregation has faithfully continued to honor their pledges and just been really blessed through that. So, and that's really important um, that the pledge contributions are there to help serve the mission of the church. Uh, In order for any church, and this church included, to achieve its mission and growing people in Christ, we have to have a financial component so that we can plan for the year and be sure that we're able to fulfill that mission and be the hands and feet that God has called us to be. So, over the years, I've come to learn two important things about giving. The first is your gifts can go further than you can imagine. By giving to the church and being the hands and feet of God and God not having any limits, we see this happen time and time again. We help lift someone up and they turn around and they go lift someone else up. And this actually reminded me of a story when I kind of first started to realize this. So growing up, we went on family vacation every summer and like good Methodists, if the vacation had a Sunday in it, you better believe that we were finding a church to go to, whether we liked that or not. <laughs> um, so this particular summer, we were in San Francisco, and just our luck, down the street was this church, Glad United Methodist Church. And I remember it being really beautiful. It was packed with a lot of people. I think it was a good service, as I recall. But after it was over, I was ready to get back to vacation, check that box. Didn't really think much more about it after that. Until a few years later, uh, the movie The Pursuit of Happiness 
came out in theaters. And everyone was talking about this really wonderful story that happened. And it was based on a true story. It took place in 1981, and it followed the early adulthood of Chris Gardner. See, Chris Gardner was a struggling door-to-door salesman, and he was just trying to make it by in San Francisco. On top of that, he was taking care of his toddler as a single father. And one day he decides he's going to change his life. So through his perseverance and troubling circumstances and a series of misfortunes, he lands this internship with this top investment firm in the city. But his troubles didn't end there. Um, You see, that internship was a six-month unpaid internship. And after it was over, only one of the 20 interns was actually going to get a full-time job once it was through. So he decided to take it on, but his troubles continued to pile further on him. He found himself homeless, moving from place to place with just what what he could carry And all the while, he was still caring for his son and staying in that internship program. And this is the part of the story where he found a church, Glide United Methodist. And that church had a homeless shelter that was able to provide a safe place for Chris and his son to get through this difficult time. And the movie ends. Chris gets the job, has a successful career, makes millions of dollars, the end, what a great story, but that's not where it ended for Chris. So while Chris was there, he was able to make a lot of connections in the homeless shelter, including the pastor of that church, along with community members, and that's something he couldn't forget. So over the years, he's given a significant amount back to that church and continued to help the homeless people of San Francisco, and then he also partnered with several members of that church, and they raised $50 million to develop low-income housing to help these people get out of poverty. And so now it's a blessing to be able to look back and think about that church we attended. Looking out, there was a place full of God's love, and they found a way to spill over to those in need. And man, did they spill over like a waterfall, touching so many people, probably far beyond Chris, and helping them get to places where they could continue to serve God's mission as well. And that's just a power, powerful representation of how the collective pledges of a single church can have such an impact beyond the walls of that church alone. So I'm not saying that, you know, we should give in hopes that someone's going to come back and give it back one day. You know, that's not the point. The point is that when you give right here and right now, your impacts can have go far beyond the imagination that you have for them. And believe it or not, it doesn't take millions of dollars to make that happen. And that kind of brings me to the second lesson I learned. No gift is too small. See, when I was asked to serve on the finance committee of our church, I can remember thinking, Why in the world did they pick a guy like me? I was young. You may not know it by my hair color, but I was. Still kind of am. We had been members for a few years at this point, not a long time. And the church had thousands of people in it. And I just 
thought to myself, what, what could I possibly offer to this church? I mean, there's bound to be a bunch of multimillionaire donors in the Dallas area that are just helping this budget get by, and, you know, they're probably the ones that should be in here helping decide what the church mission with, was and where it's going. But boy, was I wrong. I was so humbled when we found out the details of the donors are all confidential to the committee, but you're able to see the pledged donations broken down by size. And it came from so many different places. And it was the smaller pledges that actually made up the majority of our operating budget. And that was just something I, I, I couldn't get past. I mean, you can't imagine the impact you can have with something so small. And I, I just remember thinking back after I saw that, and I'm so grateful that I can look back at our early giving and realize that did have a big impact beyond what I could imagine for it. So for you today, you know, no matter how much you give, that little bit might be what's needed to touch just one more person in the community. And maybe you've never made a commitment to the church before. Um, it's been difficult to make that first step into that giving. And I like to think of giving as kind of getting on climbing a ladder. You know, if you look up at the top of the ladder, you're going to psych yourself out, not want to start climbing because it just, I, I can't go that high. I'm not even going to start. But if you step back and just look at that first step and think to yourself, you know what? I can do that. I can go ahead and get on that first step and start climbing. And maybe you just start with $100 or whatever it is you can give to get on that first step and just see where that ladder will lead you in your giving. I promise you won't be disappointed. And for many of you here today, I'm sure you're already on that ladder somewhere. So maybe this time is the time where you say, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take that next step. I'm going to go a little bit higher because every time we take another step on that ladder, it takes us a little bit closer to God. And Every penny that's added is an opportunity for God's mission to grow in our world. And this is the best part. By giving to a church that you're in and a community that you can see and feel and touch, you can directly see the impacts fall right before your eyes of how your giving serves the mission of this church and this community whether that's helping get clothes and meals for those in need, whether there's that friend down the street who's in desperate need of God, there's a place for them to come because of the giving you do here today. And just maybe you'll show a young man growing up in this church how to be a Christian. And that's an impact that's a lifetime. Your giving here and now can do that and so much more. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. And when I needed hope, you brought me here where hope is not canceled. Amen.